Hello, Panther Podcast listeners. My name is Melanie Ruiz. Today I'm here with... Wesley Lukeen. I will be telling a story about a fictional character named Isabella Torres. Here we go. Standing over the city that was once holy and is nothing but a gang hangout, my name is Isabella Torres. I think about leaving ever since I lost my parents to a very tragic accident. After losing both of my parents, I stopped trying to protect my hometown. My parents were heroes, and my parents' parents were born into this too. So protecting this hometown was what I was born to do. I feel like I'm failing the legacy that my parents had left for me, like I'm failing the city. As I walk through the streets that were once filled with cl- that were once clean and filled with happy children running around. It's hard seeing them once more before I move. It's so hard to see all the things that I'm leaving behind, knowing that they still need me. This morning, I didn't want to get out of bed because it was moving day. I should be more happy, right? I'm finally about to leave this dump. I checked the time on my phone. I need to get the moving man. Finally, after five hours, you have come, said my friend Lydia sarcastically. I said, I'm sorry, I overslept. She interrupted me, saying, don't give me any excuses. Okay, let's get moving, right? She looked at my face. She could tell that I wasn't excited to move. After all, we've been friends ever since we were in diapers. So she asked, hey, what's wrong? I don't want to tell her that I don't want to move, but I think I should just let her know. I say to her, I'm a little scared. I feel like I don't want to leave. She burst into laughter. <laughs> I say, I don't think that's funny. I say to her, looking her straight into the eyes. Lydia says, I would have left this dump of a town three years ago when we were 18. So I think to myself, why am I so upset? It's a dump either way. I don't want to think about it anymore, I tell her. We start to pack all this stuff, and I just can't stop thinking, this is really it. After moving all this stuff, I say my final goodbyes. I get into the moving van and drive away with Lydia. She's my best friend. She's the only one that knows my secret identity. To phrase it right, she's kind of my tech behind all my gadgets. A while later, we hear a a gunshot. Bang! Come from the back of the van. I look to the side mirror and see three people dressed in all black with ski masks and guns. Lydia says, See, this is why I should move too. I say, Seriously, why now of all times? Then I realize I don't have any weapons on me, so I guess I have to fight barehanded. But first, I search to see if I have any weapons under the seat. As I put my hand down under my seat, I feel a sniper. Quickly, get the wheel, I told Lydia. She does as I say, in a fear of panic. She really isn't on the field much, so I can't imagine what she must be feeling right now. I stick myself out the window, and I feel a few bullets fly fly by my head. I smell the gunpowder. Then I hit one of the masked men in the arm. Boom! There goes one. I say to Lydia, the first man crashes into the second man. I could tell that the two men hit each other hard because they yelled in pain at the top of their lungs. But la- last but not least, I hit one other man in the lung, causing him to crash into a sign. It was a hard shot, but it still worked. Then I looked to Lydia, who was very pale white, who had a very pale white face, took the wheel from her. I reassured her that all the men were dealt with. To what she says, Can we just get out of here? It was... An easier drive from there on. We made it to Boston, which was a big difference from my hometown. Just what I wanted. I felt sorry for Lydia because she had to move back to the dump that we called our hometown. When I settled down, I told Lydia, you know, I'm going to need a roommate. Who's better than... She interrupted me saying, of course I will stay with you. We stayed there for three years, crime free. As we sit by the fireplace, which was as warm as the sun, then the phone rings as we look at the caller ID, we realize it's Lydia's mom, and we get this weird feeling in our stomachs. She answers a call and gives me a blank stare, and I know it's time to go back.